Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Health and Wellness Podcast with your host, Chelsea Keen. We are on the podcast, Let Beauty Guide You. Uh, so today we are going to talk about overcoming barriers to intimacy and what it means to truly connect. And today I'm so excited to announce that we are going to be speaking with Anoop Damoon. Anoop is a human connection architect specializing in the art and science of restoring peace and harmony within relationships. He takes pride in helping his clients navigate relationship dynamics in the 21st century so that they can establish meaningful connections where they feel accepted, appreciated, and heard by their partners or peers. Having overcome a failed marriage and significant heartbreak himself, he used the depths of rock bottom to rebuild a social, uh, sorry, a solid foundation to his confidence and character, learning what creates the basis of a fulfilling relationship, and he is committed to helping others do the same. So welcome, Anoop. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you, Chelsea, for inviting me in this beautiful space you created. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. What a beautiful bio. (laughs) (laughs) What a beautiful bio. It's very inspiring. Mm. Um, And of course, the the topic of intimacy, you know, we're a year into the pandemic now. So the topic of intimacy is is quite a hot topic. Mm -hmm. Um, And human connection in general, there's all these questions about what that really means. You know, some of us are (laughs) Yes. at home um you know very up close and familiar with with people we love um maybe too much so <laughs> <laughs> and then there's some of us who you know maybe living alone or are feeling like they're lacking connection and, and intimacy um so definitely an interesting conversation to have right now in this time and space Um, So first of all, let's talk about intimacy. When people think of intimacy, sometimes they immediately think of physical intimacy, but there is, of course, also emotional intimacy in relationships. Mm -hmm. So outside of anything physical, can you define for us what it means to be in an intimate relationship? Yeah, well, firstly, thank you for that beautiful bio. Uh, Just the way you introduced me, I am like in awe and so happy to be here. And intimacy, absolutely, as you said, intimacy, when we see that, we're like, you know, physical intimacy, that's the only thing. There are quite a few. There's emotional intimacy. We've got mental intimacy, spiritual intimacy as well. But when it comes to relationships, emotion, for me, what emotional intimacy is, is the ability for you to be vulnerable be authentic and be connected with your partner. It's actually where you put yourself, you actually put your heart out there with the risk of it being broken, with the risk of something happening, but really standing in um, the closeness as a um, couple. Right. So actually being willing to be seen, be Mm -hmm. seen for everything, um, for who you actually are, the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? Um, Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. The, I mean, the vulnerability is one as well. I mean, um, yeah, the being, being able to have a space of vulnerability, like knowing that this is a space you can go to. And absolutely, as we in the times of COVID, um, it's hard to, 
you know, for those people alone or those people um, in relationships or in marriage where they're in the same space, um, being sometimes being together. It's like, how do we create, you know, new intimacy? How do we change that? How do we, you know, with the new dynamic um, out there? Because space is also needed in intimacy. It's so funny. It's like being intimate is being close, but also having that space to step away from things um, for a moment and coming back and sharing what you've learned or really um, bringing that togetherness again. Right. Even um, having the ability or feeling comfortable in a relationship to say, hey, I need a second to myself mm-hmm. <laughs> and being honest and open about that is also part of that level of vulnerability and honesty that's needed to create mm-hmm. a healthy dynamic. Absolutely. Yeah. And you said it, healthy dynamic. And that's kind of, and it's co- it's a constant conversation. Like, intimacy is not, you know, here we are, we're in love or, you know, we're married and that's it. We're, you know, intimacy is there. It's, it's, it's a continuing process. It's a growth process. It's something that, you know, you can see when it's working or when it's not working, you can, you know, really feel the connection with your partner. And I think that's an intimacy is connection, like mental, physical, you know, spiritual connection to your partner. Yeah. And I suppose it's even um, a difficult thing to even explain, right? It's kind of like you pointed to, it's either there or it's not. And it's a feeling and you kind of, when faced with a conversation like this, you can kind of determine for yourself, okay, am I feeling like I have that intimate connection with someone or not? And Mm -hmm. it's kind of one of those intangible things, even though we can have tangible conversations. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. So I am super curious about what you think our biggest barriers to intimacy are. Mm. Like what's what actually stops us from from getting to that place and how can we remove those barriers? Okay, I love that. Um yeah, what what's the barriers? And some of the barriers I see are um like we've been hurt before. There's conversations, yeah, past-based experiences that we've had, whether with friends, whether with past relationships. So we're bringing that in and, um, you know, it's it's a protective mechanism to like not wanting to open ourselves up. It's like this um, automatic, hey, I want to be safe where I am. I don't know if I'm safe over there. Um, and these are all past-based conversations um, or relationships. And another one is um, really just being in the space of um, – wounded we're wounded like you know and I know that's where me and Chelsea met was the inner child healing camp that I did in November and that's part of it like it's something that happened in your past right that you bring into the future um, and it doesn't allow you to be free and some of them some of the things I see as barriers is someone's going to use it against me or I don't know if this is a safe space for me um, to to be able to be vulnerable um, And yeah, so those are kind of some of those things that I see as barriers. Yeah, I, you know, when you're talking about those past-based conversations, I feel like that applies to everything and Mm -hmm. the extent to which those past-based conversations run our lives. I'm not sure everyone is always present to that. Right, (laughs) absolutely, yeah. Even even people who have done the work to kind of be aware of that. We're still so in it sometimes that we can't even mm-hmm. we can't even see how those those past-based conversations are are running us. And when it comes to being 
are feeling fear in the face of intimacy. And like you said, people have wounds. Mm -hmm. I know for me, it's like the scariest thing is, okay, well, what if they see me, they see me for who I truly am. And then, and then they don't, they don't like me. (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, (laughs) put it like, like a, like a little kid because you actually are a little kid in in the face of, of vulnerability and, and intimacy. So. Yeah, absolutely. And for, I mean, for me being, you know, I was married for 10 years, um, the intimacy, well, what, I mean, there was intimacy, but after the breakdown of my marriage and the divorce, it, it became like, I don't trust anyone. Like I, I, I had to do the work and it starts with, um, and I think one of the things you said, how can we break down the barriers? It starts off with self-love. Mm. Like it really starts off with being, being, and there's something, you know, in the work that they call shadow work, like really getting connected to like the things that you might not want to talk about, the negative things and being accepting of that, right? It's like really getting intimate. And when I mean intimate, I mean deep into those conversations about yourself because um, it starts with that. It really does. And I see I my journey was, you know, really going through those demons and things that were out there for myself and then coming out to like, it's okay to be intimate, right? So Breaking down barriers and communication. Honestly, one thing that I see is communication, that we assume our partners know what we're thinking. Like we're we're mind readers and we know what we're thinking. Um, And, oh, we're married now or we're together now. That's it. That's enough, right? Um, Communication, self-love, doing the work um, with yourself, like some of the things that, can help break down these barriers. Yeah, I I love what you said about self love, and it just it just made me think of um, you know in in all of my podcast series, one of the most uh, listened to episodes mm-hmm. of Let Beauty Guide You is the one I did uh, with my friend Tanya about self love, mm. and so I really see that there's a need for it and and everything you said about self-love also being radically accepting of yourself and your your quote-unquote shadows right I think that's what we all we all deal with we all want to look at ourselves like angels absolutely but you (laughs) don't want to deal with the shadow yes do that is self-love right right but I mean we were designed (laughs) as people coming from love like when we're little kids that's all we were were love fun joy happiness and then Mm -hmm. we get these things get created in our life right experiences Mm -hmm. people in our lives but yeah self-love is like and self-love isn't always the easy thing it's not always a hey let's just you know put ourselves in the mirror and put these affirmations up and that's great as well right Mm -hmm. and let's have these manifestation or mindfulness conversations with ourselves it's actually what things do I avoid about myself what things do I you know don't want to talk about that is self-love to get connected to all of that and that's really getting intimate with yourself Um, and then bringing that bringing the best version of yourself to your relationship um, yeah. with your partner or friends or you know family even yeah it's it's so funny like um that when I well when I was preparing for the this conversation I looked mm-hmm. up the definition of intimacy and mm-hmm. you know one way of describing intimacy is like you pointed to deep familiarity with something right mm-hmm. yeah and when you have that deep familiarity with yourself and I notice even in, in my own 
development process. You know, right. the more deeply related I get to myself and the reality of who I'm being. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then I just share it openly. That is like, that is the access to connect. Mm. Even if I'm at work and I'm just like, listen, I feel like crying on the inside right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bringing the quote unquote negative to light, which is actually mm. just you know, the access to connect. Ironically, right. it's not, it's not being like, Hey, I'm having a really sunny day. <laughs> right. You see, that's the authenticity of kind of what's going on is the, um, you know, is be, is the intimacy anywhere at work, anywhere you go. So yeah, really the authenticity, the sharing of it. Um, cause it, the intimacy is like a growth process is constantly need to be nurtured. It's, it's like a seed you put in the ground. You'll, you know, that that seed is going to grow. You don't know, how, you know, you know, that little seed is going to grow. It's just like your relationship. It's just like, you know, the, um, your conversations, it's something that you want to nurture constantly, you know, regularly and get connected to that. So yeah, those are definitely ways. And I see for myself, it's, um, I, what comes up for me is, um, I guess people, people use it against me. Someone's going to, you know, when, when I'm intimate or when I'm authentic, it's, it's a way of me like taking off my armor. Mm -hmm. Right. And I have to be connected to the fact that um, it's okay sometimes to take off that armor. Right. And trust in, you know, the conversation. A thousand percent. And mm -hmm. I, I, I know I've been discovering that, there's a lot out there kind of in the ether in terms of those Instagrammable quotes of wisdom, which is kind of mm. like, you know, you shouldn't be vulnerable with everyone. Someone has to earn your vulnerability. Mm. And I, I agree with that to some extent, but I also feel like if you're strong enough in yourself and who you are, then it doesn't matter what someone does, quote unquote, does with your your authenticity and your vulnerability mm -hmm. right like if you're strong and powerful in your stand and what and who you are then what does it matter if someone is irresponsible with your vulnerability and talks about your behind your back or, or whatever you know yeah I don't know if you have any thoughts on that yeah no absolutely and I mean you're right it, it's something that people say be careful who you talk to be careful who you share things with you know and we live in this fear-based even like now with COVID it's this fear like fear-based conversation that we're living in in these times right now um mm -hmm. and yeah okay be careful but it's not you can't control what they say. You can only control how you react to it. And you're right. It's like, it's that self-love of yourself and really truly being accepting of yourself, the good, the bad, what works, what doesn't work, you know, choosing who you are does allow for you to be like, okay, thank you. Thank you for saying that. And it doesn't, um, it doesn't affect you. So um, I, I would say like we're made here to be connected. Like we are connected regardless and that's as human beings we are made to connect with people conversations physical connection you know intimacy is something innate in all of us right um mm -hmm. and we're made for that and it's like sometimes just jump on that you know jump on be open to things and receive things it's you know that law of attraction what you give out there is going to come back to you so if you're sitting there and you're protective over things um that's what's going to show up around you and if you're open to receiving and your heart's open to receiving then yeah definitely that's going to show up 
A thousand percent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you're willing to be the space for other people to be vulnerable as well, then then it's a, like you said, kind of the, the law of attraction there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And what you're saying just reminds me of, um, you know, of course we know we're, we're also connected in terms of we've both done, uh, landmark curriculum mm-hmm. and it reminds me of a um, the relationship seminar i did i don't know if you've done that one i have yes yeah but it like kind of the thesis of that seminar was we are already fundamentally in relationship whether or not you mm-hmm. have a story <laughs> about not being right. connected or not being in relationship uh it we are we are fundamentally in relationship with one another already. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's, I mean, for, for many people, that's like a, is that something that's like so far-fetched? What do you mean we're already <laughs> fine? Right. But if you really think about it, absolutely we are. And if imagine you lived in a world where you knew already that you were connected and related to each other, you're already in the relationship with the people around you. Um, there's no way to get. So I love that. Thank you for bringing that up because that I, I really you bring me present to that. We're all connected, and that is why I am a human connection architect because I know we're all there's there's a connection everywhere. We're connected by this invisible thread, right? Totally. And it's just the way you relate to each other, and I think that's a big one—the relatedness that you have because relatedness is always going to be there, but it's how you relate to each other is what makes the difference in your intimacy as well. Yeah, it's it's like the difference. Be, like we already are fundamentally r- related, but when we're mm-hmm. aware of that and we actually step into the beingness of that, then life becomes a whole different thing. Oh yeah, you know, like like a lot of people would consider me someone who can like go off and do things alone a lot, mm-hmm. right? But right. what I think they they don't know is that I'm like if I do something alone. Like I meet people wherever I go, right? Mm, like it's yeah, not yeah. like when you can start relating to the world, like we're all just like in this thing together, things become, even if I am quote unquote doing something alone, like going to a bar alone or mm-hmm. going to a restaurant alone, I'm not alone. Right. <laughs> I yeah. don't feel that way. Right? Absolutely. You're never yeah. alone. Yeah, yeah. I love that. And that's the same thing with partnerships, as you said. I mean, that's, that's it. Relationships. Mm-hmm. When you're working as partners and there is that space to, you know, you're always connected in, as partners, right? And as family members, as friends, we're all connected. So, yeah, yeah. aloneness is a made up concept. It totally is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like like many things out there. <laughs> absolutely. When somebody says, oh, okay, yeah, I'll take that one. Yeah, absolutely. It's like question things, people, like really look at things for yourself. A thousand percent. Mm. A thousand percent. Um, so it's funny, we, we got, we got into conversation and you almost kind of answered all my questions, but maybe, (laughs) (laughs) maybe, maybe we can backtrack a little bit and even just kind of uh, repeat things if it, if it feels good, but okay. So what do you think our biggest fear is when it comes to actually being intimate? Mm -hmm. What's the biggest fear I think is, um, is getting hurt and not being heard it's like you know really sometimes all we want is a space to say what there is for us to say someone just to listen to us right but i think the big is getting hurt it's really um because we do we like i think innate not innately i think there's something inside us that 
we don't always accept that things are good. Like actually right now it's good. It can be good. We're waiting for that. When's the shoe going to drop? When, mm-hmm. when, when's something bad going to happen? Mm-hmm. Right. Rather than being in the space of like, okay, let's, let's just, let's just have a conversation and let's like put my heart out there. So I think getting hurt is one. And then, um, Yeah, and then losing that person, like losing that person as a friend and losing yourself. Yeah, some of the other fears that I find um, in the clients that I work with, it's that it's that fear of not wanting to get hurt. Yeah, it's, it's so interesting. It's like that uh, fear-based projection, which actually isn't even happening in the present moment it's like when we actually if we actually just let ourselves be present we know that if we're vulnerable with someone or tell them how we feel (laughs) we're not gonna die right yeah (laughs) so it's really that i don't know is it is it the ego mind i guess that's like projecting the the fear of yeah absolutely Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you've got the ego mind and the God mind or the universe mind. Or, um, mm-hmm. And there is that. But we as humans, we have this protective, there's this protective barrier that will just, you know, at a certain age when we're young, it's, it's like experiences that create this armor around us. And, um, but as you say, it's all made up. Like these are stories. And I get the experiences of what people might have had, but it's all something that's made up. And it's the past. It's happened. You can't see it again. It's mm-hmm. done. It's, it doesn't define you. So that's why um, doing the work is definitely important. But also, yeah, the fear of they're going to hurt me. And these are all stories, all things that you make up. Because who knows? Like, we, we don't know, right? So it's that um, there's fear and there's also, I, I'm not sure the word of it, like, you, you've, you've, already, you've already created something out there. Like, you've actually attracted this um, thing that's not even going to happen, but you've actually you know, create it. So there's overthinking. The overthinking mind is a big one. Is that there's overthinking. If I say this, he's going to say that. And if this happens, that's going to happen. And oh my God, I can't do this. You know, so those are the type of things that, you know, bring people into not wanting to um, share. Yeah. And, and just as you were sharing that, I was thinking one of the most powerful sentences in the in the world of landmark self-development mm, right. <laughs> is if you find yourself being in, uh, in fear or you're in those stories of, of fearing mm-hmm. um, some sort of failure or rejection, right. right. That that's not who you are. It's just how you wound up being like that, right. that phrase, it's not who you are. It's just how you wound up being. And it's like, it's connected to those conversations from the past. But when we recognize that we're just conversations from the past, then we can actually step into a new mm-hmm. way of being. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I also wanted to ask you in terms of, you know, we've talked a lot about self-love and how accepting ourselves actually allows us to be authentic and vulnerable mm-hmm. with another, which is which is an access to connect. But what role does listening play in maintaining healthy re- relationships? And are oh. there ways for us to get responsible about improving 
how we listen to other people. Mm-hmm. No, I love that. So listening, I mean, listening is definitely, um, it's definitely something that we want, you know, and it builds intimacy and not listening from the fact, okay, I'm going to listen and I'm going to help fix it. Or I'm going to listen and I'm going to actually, because generally when we listen, we listen to, to react or we listen to actually, okay, let me already know what I'm going to say in the background. So I know she's going to say this and I'm ready. I've got my, like, I've got the stuff in my back pocket and I'm going to say that. Generally, that's kind of, you know, if we're in arguments or, you know, if it's a, hey, I want to talk about myself, listening from a space of being responsive. And what that means is actually listening for, um, listening just to listen, like, and not to try and fix anything, not to provide a solution, um, really allow the space. And, you know, listening doesn't always mean listening with your ears, like it's listening with your body is listening with your eyes, is being present, fully present um, with your people. And one of the things I do in my, um, with my coaching clients is I um, sit, allow them five minutes to say whatever there is to each other without a word, and the other one says the same thing, and all they do is fully present to each other. And there's nothing to fix or solve, but it's really just to be able to, ha- to clear whatever there is in the space out there for them. And listening you've got to really listen. Listening is important because you get really behind the commitment and the emotion that they are saying, and um, you know, behind the words, you want to look for what's behind those words. And it's a practice. It doesn't happen overnight. It's definitely a practice that you have to, um, have to continue to flex these muscles of um, your listening skills. Yeah. I love that. Listening, listening behind what people are saying, listening, listening for the emotion and the commitment behind that. And I, it's so true. Like people just want to be heard. I'm not even sure exactly why that is, (laughs) but what I notice, um, you know, I, I serve and work in hospitality part time. Mm -hmm. And what I notice is when people are upset, it's just like, okay, what, what's the upset? And they, right. they say it and then it's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> see, but see okay. that's, yeah, but that's <laughs> it. When we don't listen, what it does, you know, what it allows the other person who doesn't feel listened to, it allows him to build these like um, evidence. Here's more evidence. No one's going to listen to me. Oh, here's, there's more things that I can keep inside me and let it fester mm-hmm. and let it grow and grow and grow rather than, hey, why don't I just say what there is for me to say? And listening, I find, if you really truly are a generous listener, um, it allows for co-creation. It allows you to co-create with each other. Because then you get to be over there with them. And I know with Landmark, you know, we, we always hear that, be over there with them, be over there with them. And mm-hmm. what that means is put yourself in their shoes for a moment, right? Put your, put your ego away and, you know, the defensive mechanism that you have and just allow yourself to be present to what that person's going to say. Because as you said, somebody says, hey, this is wrong. Well, what's, what's the issue? This is the issue. Okay, tell me. All right, fine. That's it. And sometimes that's what people need. It's just to say it. Totally. And it's done. And it's good. Yeah. Right? And then they're like, okay, cool. That energy's out there. And, right. Uh, yeah, cool. <laughs> and it's like, okay, do it's you want pretty- me to do anything about it? And they're like, not really. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool, right? <laughs> it's just cool. Just, like, just listen and be in that space of 
having and we don't have a, a, a lot enough of those like we really don't we don't have enough of people just listening because we all we all want to interject and be the authority in the conversation and be like hey this is what i learned blah 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 this is what i think oh this and i am definitely somebody who um when i'm listening sometimes i want to fix it here's a solution mm, you know yeah. in relationship i want to fix it oh my god okay you give me something boom i'm going to fix it and i'm really learning to ask the question do you want me just to listen or would you like me to like provide some insight or opinions to it and that has helped me immensely because instead of me trying to figure out okay i'm going to provide a solution and then upset the person or well why didn't i provide a solution then they get upset as well it's actually just being straight and saying okay what would you like me to do just listen to you or would you like me to actually provide something and then that conversation just like then it gives me freedom because i'm not figuring out in my head okay how am i supposed to respond to this and they're not figuring out well i hope he responds to it this way so listening in a cohesive way in a way and that's when i talk about co-creation like it's a way to co-create if you really listen in a genuine manner oh i so deeply resonate with that <laughs> <laughs> i like that that i think it does come from a good place like wanting to provide some sort of mm -hmm. fix or be some sort of access to right, right. helping someone in some way. It's like, maybe I read some book that could help them or something. Mm -hmm. you know? just Absolutely. like that, that drive to, to want to, to help. But, but like you say, sometimes th that's not what people want. They just want to be heard. And right. I think it's, yeah, it's so great to just put it out on the table and I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> How do you want this conversation to go? Yeah. You want me to help you or do you want to just be listened to? <laughs> well, see, that's it. We, in conversations, we, you know, and sometimes, you know, when you're, there's no intimacy in relationship or conversations, when you're walking on eggshells, hmm. when you're, when you're worried about what you need to say, when you're like, oh, I don't know if she's going to react this way or he's going to react that way. That's when you know that there's the intimacy needs um, transform, not needs, just um, there's a conversation to be had there. And we know that, anything and everything starts in conversation yeah anything and everything starts in what comes out of our mouth mm -hmm. right and we're not always aware of that and and that's why there are fights like the arguments or you know and there's definitely need for uh, arguments in relationship but they can be constructive arguments right ones that move forward it's just people want to be heard that means people want to know that that person over there got me they actually understood me and that's all it is sometimes just, okay, you understand what I'm going through. Okay, cool. And that's it. Right. So that's, that's, yeah, that's what I, I mean, we could go on about this conversation forever now. Like I love really getting into this conversation because it can change um, the dynamic of any relationship. If you really slow down and take your time in understanding it. A thousand percent. And I, I know that I can trace any, breakdown like relationship breakdown as in defined as something didn't work mm -hmm. communication um i can trace that back to me not listening like me being in a reactive mode <laughs> like in my anger or whatever comes up mm -hmm. and then it's just like i'm not in a space where i can I'm just so emotional. I can't, I can't actually listen. Right. And I think, I think too, though, we have to give ourselves space 
to have those emotions mm-hmm. and then and then recognize okay when i'm when i can actually have a constructive conversation versus when i can't right no absolutely <laughs> and honor that and honor yeah. the, our own humanity we can't always be this like robot um right. away our ego you know yeah no absolutely and i mean there are <laughs> if i can share there are like five things that i really um that can help break through the intimacy barriers so, so one of them will be really sit down with yourself and understand why and where this is coming from and we we went through that and write out what desires you want in relationships and what values you want to share and what are your boundaries so it's really like creating your relationship um because i mean you know we get into relationships friendships you know whatever it is um sometimes just because we're alone right but really write out what our values are and what we want um and what's important to us and be gentle and you said it be gentle and patient and graceful with yourself as you go through this cuz you you should be like not you should it's being creating the space for yourself to like go through those emotions and there's nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with feeling the way you feel and then it's really communicating with your partner like having that conversation communicating how you feel you know how it made you feel never use you did this you did that the blame it's like you know bring it over here how this made me feel this way this made me feel this way right and then open yourself up to taking small steps in that conversation and i always say to people it it's like don't ever make yourself wrong about you know maybe your communications off right now maybe this is off right now but never make yourself wrong because you're allowed to we're human beings you know you're allowed to do that and it's just it's a continuing growth it's a space of just continued growth um and we all learn we fall sometimes we get back up and we learn from that lesson what i'm what i'm hearing is um in your your coaching practice um you kind of create the space for people to be intentional about you know what what is the context for this relationship and you know how am i going to what am I going to contribute to that? And also how am I going to make space for myself when I can't be, when I can't contribute absolutely. to that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And sometimes, yeah. And I think also a big one is forgiveness, hmm. right? Forgiving yourself, you know, um, cause we, we really hold on to lots of things. So forgiveness is also another practice and that could be another podcast who knows, like it's, you know, <laughs> um, cause forgiveness is a big thing, like forgiving ourselves at the level of who we are, um, because as human beings we do we're very hard on who we are um and we're supposed to be like this because we've got so much social media that this is how intimacy looks like this is what you should do this is how you should do it there's so many how to's out there and mm. you know it's like no the what there is all there is is discovery and awareness that's really yes. all there is is once you're aware of it your shadow self you you know the gaps that you might have in your communication now what now you take action and you actually start co-creating with your partner or friends or family members um and being communication about that yeah there's there's no how to guide on <laughs> right as much alive, as we right? see that yeah as, as, much, sh- as, as much as we try <laughs> yeah absolutely oh let me write it down oh here's the five <laughs> steps and here's this absolutely yeah. it's all a discovery and that's why connection and communication and creation those are my three pillars in my business you know that's that's being alive to connect that's all we want is to connect all we want to do is communicate and all we want to do is create you know as human beings 
right? Mm-hmm. And you're right, there's no guide to it. And, you know, we, we think there is, and we're looking for it. We're, we're trying to find that on top of that mountain. Finally, I'll get to this mountain, and here it is. Everything's great. Yeah. Now my life is great. And then something else happens, mm-hmm. right? Life and then something else. Continually happen. <laughs> yeah. You're always going to get to the bottom of that mountain and have to climb up, and another mountain's going to um, keep showing up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and... And also what I'm hearing too is that when we're when we're aware of all this, when we're aware of our machinery, so to speak, the way mm. that our mind operates in the continual striving of making things better and trying to reach that place and then right. also being in conversations from the past, um, trying to stop uh, ourselves from getting hurt and, and stop ourselves from feeling rejection and all that. Mm-hmm. That that conversation and that awareness is very much related to the conversation of forgiveness. Yeah. Because when we can when we can recognize our machinery and just acknowledge it for what it is, machinery, mm-hmm. we can forgive ourselves and we can also have a lot more compassion for other people because we know they're just in their machinery and nothing is really that yeah. personal at all. <laughs> right, absolutely. And I think um it's really just, and being connected to it's not going to go away it's something that's there right mm-hmm. and it's how you how you work with it how do you co-create with your machinery mm-hmm. right and what are the things because it's always going to be the yes it's not something we necessarily chose but it's something that's there and you there's so many ways but how do you co-create with that how do you actually um be okay with, okay, it's going to be here. What can I do? What are my daily practices? What are things that I can do? But yeah, forgiveness is definitely a big, a big part of it all. Cause we all have struggles and gaps. We all have these things. We are human. And I, and I think you said, then you have compassion for other people. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that's a big one as well. Compassion for, for your fellow human beings. Yeah, and I I think you can't really have that compassion for others if you can't cultivate it for yourself. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I think too for me what I find helpful um is to be actually bring humor and levity to my humanity. So like mm. yeah, one minute I might be angry and frustrated and like <laughs> right but right. then you know when i can see where that's coming from like actually being able to laugh at it and be like okay it's actually not that serious right mm-hmm. um yeah yeah and i, I mean, think I that think... that helps in the co-creation process absolutely and that is that's part of the intimacy side of things as well like bringing fun and joy and like how can you bring freedom and ease to this conversation of intimacy Mm-hmm. right um because there's so much significance out there so yeah i love that like just bringing laughter into it or bringing something that's gonna switch the physiology or like just the thought process it's like a jolt sometimes you know i'm not saying to be insensitive like here you are in this mm-hmm. conversation and it's like you know i'm gonna be insensitive and just make a joke no it's like really finding a way to just bring joy and laughter into um into your relationships and your conversations yes yes mm-hmm. Oh, so good. It's such good stuff. Yes. It makes me feel like even just having these conversations makes me feel lighter, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. For me as well. Like I I loved it and I'm so great. We had, I'm so glad we had this conversation. Um, cause it does like I'm leaving today with like just a new sense of 
just intimacy with anybody, strangers that I'm with, emotional intimacy, mental, whatever it looks like, and really just connecting with people. Yeah. And in your work, do you do you work with people not just with emotional intimacy, but mental intimacy and spiritual intimacy as well? Is that yeah? Is that part of your work? And and yes. can you say a little more about kind of your your guiding light in those yeah. areas? Absolutely. So emotional intimacy will be kind of what we've um, spoken about when it comes to really getting connected to your emotions. Mental intimacy is like, what is your machinery? Like, what are the things that automatically are going to show up for you? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And I mean, you know, we we all deal with that, the past based conversations, the fear and whatever that is. Um, And it, it comes from subconsciously where is it coming from so you're actually looking in a more scientific way if if i could say like really that's more um list based that's more kind of um like your history of you know your environment your family upbringing you, you know the experiences that you might have had as a child you know those things are automatically there and where is it actually affecting you where does anxiety come into it because there's a lot of anxiety when it comes to um you know, the fear of intimacy. And it's not just, okay, I'm fearful, but there's anxiety, there's stress, there's worry. There's like, you know, you want to seclude yourself. So I help people connect with themselves. So that's the the mental side of things is more the self-love. So mm-hmm. I, I work with couples, absolutely, but I also work with individuals who are dealing with isolation, you know, dealing with being alone, feeling like they're alone, dealing with any kind of these issues um, that mentally... Um, block their emotions or block their intimacy with people in their lives and that comes from like these traumas like you know and I I work with children as well like kids um, and a lot of those experiences you know it's 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 trauma-based some of these mental intimacies are the blockages are trauma-based like there are things that happen in your life that you don't want to talk about and you know and it just completely paralyzes you so that's the mental and the spiritual one I think is more and getting grounded to um, your source and your universe and what that looks like and um, like visualizations and stuff. And we do that. I, I, I mean, in conversations, in arguments, in relationships, it's, um, you know, one of the things to do is really to slow yourself down. Ah. Right. So really slow it down. Um, even what you say, and I know I'm somebody who just wants to go, 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 go. And I have to sometimes slow myself down and be like, okay, I need to stop um, and I will go and ground myself. So it's like the spiritual side of things with my clients is now we can't do it as much, but it's going out. Let's go for a walk in nature. Let's get grounded. Let's sit down in the grass and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, um, let's sit and meditate and get connected to our breath. Um, you know, what does spiritual connection and enlightenment mean to you? So it all encompasses a holistic approach and a conscious approach to relationships um, which for me is also, I'm learning as I'm um, guiding people, which is great. You know, I've never said, hey, uh, here I am. I, I know everything. My life is perfect. It's like, no, I'm in the mess as well. So let's <laughs> be in the mess together. <laughs> yes. The right? work is never done. It's yes. like you said, continuous discovery and awareness. Um, Absolutely. I think it's, but I think it's so beautiful what you're, what you're doing and, and what you're standing for and the conversations you're bringing to people and the mm-hmm. holistic dimension you're, you're bringing to the conversation of Thank intimacy you. and connection. So 
I thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm so grateful for you. Um, to our listeners, Anoop is becoming a big deal and he's doing <laughs> lots of podcasts now. So I'm really grateful that you stopped by in this mm-hmm. space. And um, if, if our listeners would like to work with you, uh, how can they find you? Okay, so my website is www.anoopdemoon.com. Um, so I, I, you, I don't know if you're going to put this in your um, bio. Yeah. Um, so there's also Anoop hashtag Demoon at Instagram, Anoop Demoon at Facebook, um, and I, you can provide my email address, um, Chelsea. But yeah, I mean, I'm on the social medias out there. You can just search my name and you'll find um, the Human Connection Architect. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. And I I will provide all that information in the, uh, in the episode descriptor. So that will be available visually for people. So yeah. Excellent. And last but not least, Anoop, this podcast is called Let Beauty Guide You. What are three ways you let beauty guide you in life? Oh my God. I love that question. When you, when I read that, I was like, wow, how many people, (laughs) how do I let beauty guide me? Uh, one is gratitude. Hmm. Like as soon as I wake up, I, I'm grateful. You know, I write a gratitude list of everything that I'm grateful for today. Um, I'm grateful for community. Like what makes me beautiful is, or what makes my life beautiful is community and learning from people and co-creating with people. Um, yeah, that will, and the third one would be, which I don't do enough of, is fun like fun you know and I, and I have it on my wall what will make this fun right now like that's the question I ask mm. you know what will make this fun right now what will make this fun right now what will make this fun right now yeah so it's it's a balance but yeah that's it those are the three those are the three for me gratitude community and fun so cool because um, I think a lot of people look for fun as this like elusive outside concept mm-hmm. when in fact it is like you pointed to what am I bringing to this that would make it fun you know yeah. fun is a creation <laughs> and it Absolutely. can be present anywhere and everywhere um, mm-hmm. yeah that's I that's great thank you so much you're welcome wow. what yeah. a pleasure to talk to you today yes thank you so too. much Thank you, Chelsea. Thank you. And thank you for the listeners for actually listening and allowing me to be part of this. And, um, and if anything resonated, like definitely reach out because my commitment is that as human beings, we get to really step into our greatness and have the best version of ourselves out there in the world. So thank you for this platform, Chelsea. Thank you. Yes. Thank you to our listeners. Thank you for listening to the Health and Wellness Podcast, Let Beauty Guide You. My name is Chelsea Keen, and you are just listening to Anoop Moon, the human connection architect. And all of his information and details are in the episode notes. And if this episode resonated with you, please subscribe, leave a message, a review, Uh, That would be fantastic. Uh, All that support goes a long way. I hope you are taking care and thank you so much. Have a good one.